Today's episode is the first in a new series called How to Support Your Friend Win. Over the next four weeks, we're going to be covering four different struggles that women commonly deal with behind the scenes and often don't share with their friends. And we'll talk about ways that we can support each other through it. And so today's episode is specifically going to be about chronic illness. I hope you enjoy. This is Friend Forward, the podcast. And if you're having girl problems, we got you. I'm Danielle Byer Jackson, a certified friendship coach, and I am here to help you through it. I want to be transparent with you here. I had no intentions on covering friendship and chronic illness until selfishly something happened in my own life. Now, at the time of this recording, I am nine months pregnant. My baby could come literally any day now. And at the beginning of my pregnancy, I felt horrible. I would commit to hanging out with friends and then the day would arrive and I just couldn't do it. And I'm not a canceler. Well, not anymore. The Lord's been working on me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was I was sick, but I didn't want to be a downer by telling my friends just how sick I felt, especially when there was nothing they could do for me and I didn't want them to feel helpless or to feel pity for me. And it began affecting how I interacted with my friends and I found myself growing anxious because for months I wasn't showing up in the ways that I'd like to. Then one afternoon, I was lying on my bed praying for relief and mid-prayer I thought, Oh man, there are women who deal with this kind of feeling all the time. What is that like for them? How does this impact their friendships? Do I have friends with chronic illnesses and I'm not even aware of it? And if I was, how would I even show up for them? And the idea for this series was born. So the hope is that through this conversation, two things happen. One, if you have a friend with a chronic illness, you'll leave feeling more equipped to support her in the way that she needs and not in the way you think she needs. You know, we're specifically speaking to chronic illness here, but the same concept is applied to helping a friend through anything, right? The importance of offering assistance in the form that's most meaningful to her. The second hope I have is for listeners who may have a chronic illness. Today's episode may help you better articulate to your friends how you feel and what you need. And honestly, if anything, you can just send them a link to this episode right now and ask them to listen. And that way you don't have to say much at all. So here we go. First, I speak with Aaron, who's been following Friend Ford from the very beginning. I had an event a few years ago in St. Pete, Florida. Aaron was there. I liked her immediately. And for the past few years, she's been involved with our private membership and involved with our content. And because I'm a bit familiar with what she deals with behind the scenes, I asked if she'd feel comfortable lending her voice to this discussion about how to support friends when they're managing a chronic illness. So let's begin with her. Okay. So, you know, we're talking about supporting friends with chronic illnesses. And so I thought of you because you've been a part of like the friend forward membership and just all these things. And I was like, oh my gosh, let me get her insights. And so, you know, first, do you mind starting with telling us what your chronic illness is? Sure. Um, I have um, inflammatory bowel disease, a type called Crohn's disease. Um, And then the sister disease to that is ulcerative colitis. So both of those are categorized under inflammatory bowel disease or IBD. And how long has that been something that you've been managing? 
Uh, I was diagnosed when I was 11. So 1999 was my diagnosis. Wow. Okay. And so, you know, what does that look like for you on a daily or weekly basis? Like what are some things that you have to be especially mindful of or certain kind of like limitations you have to consider that other people, specifically your friends might not realize? For me, I just need to make sure that I am estimating the amount of energy that I have correctly because sometimes I'll overestimate or overcommit myself to things throughout the day or the week. And then all of a sudden I hit a wall Mm. (laughs) and then I just am kind of really tired and have to admit, I get a little cranky when I get tired. (laughs) So you're not alone in that. You are not alone. (laughs) But you have a different reason why the rest of us have no excuse. No. When it comes to like talking to your friends about it, is it something that you um, lead with, with new friends? Or is it something where you're like, oh, if it comes up, then I'll mention it. So it usually comes up because of my dietary restrictions. Um, because often like that's the first thing you do with a new friend is you go get um, food or whatever. What are some things you wish people generally know specifically your female friends, about supporting you or showing up for you um, with your condition? The biggest thing um, for a lot of people with chronic illness and definitely in my situation is I can agree to something on one day. Um, You know, someone asks me to go to Disney and then the day that it comes, I could be in such pain, like doubled over in pain. I I won't have known. Is there anything else that you feel like you wish more friends understood better or um, something that they get wrong in terms of how they try to support you or anything like that? Oh, so my friends don't do this because I'm very vocal about it, but like people with chronic illness don't want to hear about, like they don't want suggestions as to how they can cure their illness. Like we don't want to buy the products that you're selling. We don't want to buy the products that your sister sells like for me (laughs) specifically, like, I know that this is incurable and in my lifetime, it might be curable, but I know that it's not curable. I know that the probiotic supplement that whoever sells is not going to cure this illness. And I just don't need the suggestions unless I specifically ask for them. Now, at this point in my conversation with Aaron, we paused and Nikita joined us uh, during the interview. And she is a mindset business coach whose goal is to empower women in creative businesses who are living with a chronic illness. And you can learn more about her at thrivewithnikita.com. She opens up here about what it's like behind the scenes. And then she keeps it all the way real about the responsibilities of women with chronic illnesses when it comes to adopting certain attitudes and communicating with their friends. Let's take a listen. And, and now I'm sure you've had friends who've been with you for a while. So at this point, they're like, they know what's up. But for like maybe newer friends who are trying to show up for you, what are some things you wish they understood in their attempt to show up for you? It's not a pity party. <laughs> it's not a pity party. I'm not asking for pity. I'm not asking for, oh, woe is you. It's a part of my life. I've come to accept it. Um with that being said, I also would love 
the acknowledgement of like, yeah, your life is a little bit different. I think one of the biggest things for me is that I'm young and I don't look like I have chronic illness. You know, they have an effect on how you feel and how your day goes. And if you say yes, maybe you have to say no. And, you know, friends not who are new to that and not understanding, you're not flaking out on them. I want to go back to something you said earlier. You said, you know, it would be nice if they also acknowledge it. What does it look like to have a friend who comfortably acknowledges it? I think it's different for everybody. I think it's different on the kind of relationship you have with some people. I have some friends that we joke about it because what else is there to do? (laughs) Um, It's kind of like the thing that we, we talk about, you know, Nikita, I'll say like, they'll be like, Nikita, we got plans, but you know, you're not one to be counted on or something funny, but it's like, we know why we're saying that. Cause we're not gonna be like, oh, Nikita's gonna be sick and she's gonna be tired. She can't do this thing. It's like, we know, like we already know. We got you, but we know, you know? And that's an acknowledgement or just being able to say, you know, I'm here for you. I'm thinking about you. I know that this is going to be like a part of your day or part of your month. Maybe it's a big flare period of time. When I say flare up, I mean, for most women, specifically with chronic illness, we have times of remission. And then we have times where we're not in remission. So we seem like we're all good and everything's back to quote unquote normal. But having a friend know that even in those times, there are things that we're dealing with and being like, hey, I'm here for you. What do you need? That's acknowledgement. Do each of you have a, uh, a specific example or brief story you can share about a way in which your friends did show up for you and you felt so like, so seen, so loved? Um, do you have an example or story you could share? Right when the co- pandemic happened, it's so funny because I don't, for most of us who live with chronic illness, we deal with some kind of form of dealing with our like, um, our immune system not being the greatest. And so we're worried and concerned about that. So we have gone through lockdowns in our own (laughs) journeys before the (laughs) pandemic. Um, I had some friends reach out to me that was like, "Um, we know you probably are already prepared for this because you you probably have sanitizer out of the wazoo, but what else can we, we do for you? Because now you may be more isolated because everyone else is isolated. So they scheduled Zoom calls for the first couple of months of the Zoom, just like, I didn't have to initiate that. They just did it and they would call and reach out and stuff like that because as a chronic illness warrior, as I like to call myself, I, I really love the time where I get to be with my, my friends because it does get interrupted. So for them to go out of their way to be like, without me having to say, hey, let's try to do something, they just took it. Um, my friends definitely take my dietary restrictions into consideration a lot. Um, often, like I've had a few times where like my friends will be hosting parties and they'll like something as simple as like the guacamole having tomatoes in it. I made like, I made a little batch for you that doesn't have tomatoes in it because tomatoes have seeds. I can't have seeds or, um, yeah, just like little things like that. And I love that you guys are giving this range of, of examples of the ways in which we can show up. And it kind of speaks to um, 
a couple general friendship truths I feel, which is, you know, one, taking the time to get to know a person so you know these things. So asking questions, you know, upfront just to get to know her as a person. It also shows that a little vulnerability is required because they wouldn't even know how to show up for you unless you got to a place where you're like, you know what, let me, you know, share some information with you so you can understand me better. And so you all are giving great examples of when those two things come together. Um, how it creates these opportunities for connection like that. Like I want to show up free because I'm your friend. And we assume that people would know, like we assume that people would get it. And I think it takes to be a good friend just because I'm sick or just because I'm having issues doesn't mean I don't have the same amount of importance of showing that concern for you. So it's consuming to be living with a chronic illness, but for me personally, I find that I can get to that place with another friend when I've given that same amount of concern, even though they may not have a chronic illness, I want to know what's going on in their life and be top of mind, then be top of mind for me. So I think sometimes we can put ourselves kind of like in a victim place all the time and wanting to be getting the love and concern, but it goes both ways, no matter what your life hurdles are. And yeah, I think that that is such a good point. And it sparked um, a thought for me that um, I don't want my friends to think that they need to minimize things that are going on with them just because like, yeah, having a chronic illness or multiple chronic illnesses at the same time, it sucks. But like, you don't need to minimize what's going on with you. Like, it's not, uh, it's not a competition. Um, just because someone, just because I may, you know, have it worse at some points doesn't mean that you can't be feeling bad sometimes too. There might be women who don't even realize maybe that they have a friend with a chronic illness. Now they're like, wait a second, you know, and so just to kind of create more understanding. Um, and so I appreciate you both for lending your voice to the conversation for your vulnerability, both of you and sharing some personal things with us and for giving feedback that we can take and apply to our actual friendships because of what you shared of your experiences today. And I think too, the spoon theory too talks a little bit about the emotional, mental exhaustion that can happen where it's, you took a shower and you feel like it took five spoons. (laughs) And so you had lunch plans with your friend at 12 PM and you're like, girl, I'm sorry, I can't. And she's like, what's wrong? I thought you were fine. I thought you said you were washing your hair. I'm like, girl, I did, but I feel like I just like, what? It's like all, all of that, like all of that inside of not just the action, but the mental energy that it took to even get out the bed, to take the shower, to wash the hair, especially if you, us kinky girls, mm-hmm. to do all that, <laughs> like, you know, and then be like, oh girl, I'm going to meet you for lunch. And you are like, I can't, because then I won't have spoons for the rest of my day of things I have to do, like mm. have to do. Listen, as your new official friendship coach, here's your homework. Listen closely. If you are a woman with a chronic illness, your homework is to send this episode to friends in your life because so often we find ourselves wanting to keep certain things private in an attempt to not burden our friends. But the opposite is true. Extending an opportunity for others to help you actually brings you closer and may lead to the very platonic intimacy that you're craving in your life. 
If you connected with the ladies who spoke during this interview, you can find them on Instagram. You can find Erin at It's Erin, that's E-R-I-I-I-I-N with like five I's, and also Thrive with Nikita on Instagram as well. And if you're looking for ways to get and give more support in your friendships, especially as you set new resolutions for yourself in 2022, right? It's time to take action. Consider joining our eight-week group coaching program called Friendship Elevated. That's eight weeks of weekly video modules walking you through the five stages of adult friendship created by yours truly, a former educator and certified coach. And it also includes four sessions with me. I'd love to have you. So visit betterfemalefriendships.com slash membership for more information. And hopefully I'll see you over there. Until then, you know that I'll be here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Till next time.